We're the Bourbon Brothers. I'm Lance. And I'm Butch. We're coming to you live from the BGB Speak Easy. And we're also known in Romeo as the one-two punch. Yeah, buddy. Boom, boom. I made that up. What? We're definitely. The hell's a one-two punch? I don't know. I don't know. I just went back to my college days. You know, you know, old school's out. You know, Frank the Tank. And I thought of (laughs) Butch the Tank. And I'm sorry. I'm Uh, all jacked up right now. Butch used to be twice the man he is today. I'm dropping some subtle hints here. I get it. I yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. Going back in time, baby. We are. Um, yes. You're going way back in easy, time. Easy. <laughs> easy. Can, can you even think that far back? Yeah, I uh, can. I'm excited to hear your stories. I have some impression memories. So, we, here we are. We're at the infamous, the one and only, the BGB Speakeasy in the rolling hills of Romeo. Where it's freaking uh, cold still. And uh, the other th- unique things about hills that this bottle is symbolic of a hill. Hey. But we're going to get into that A little later. teaser. A little little more teaser. teasers just throwing up. Don't they call them eggs? Eggs? Yeah, don't Easter they? Eggs. Easter eggs. Easter yeah. eggs. Easter eggs. We're not talking about the Easter Bunny. We're talking about Easter eggs. And not we're just... You sounded like the boomer there, man. Yeah. They, call, they call those things eggs. <laughs> We're just throwing out Easter eggs yeah, all over buddy. the place tonight. So, man, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing fantastic. Can I tell you why I'm personally doing probably a little bit better than you right now? I think I might know, but I'd love to hear it from you direct. Because you bring over a, bad, a, a bag of goodies tonight, and yeah. you pulled out a hitter of hitters. I'll tell you, this, this bottle I, I would rank in the top five of everything I own for sure. I'm excited. I'm ecstatic. I'm. I'm just. You're just here to spread cheer and joy. You would think it's pre-Christmas. It's not. It's post. It's post-Christmas. So I like that you. Uh, you carried that. You carried that on. Like you just. You're just not a Christmas guy. You're an all-year-round guy. Let the joy go on and on into the following year. What so, the hell, baby? Uh, um, I'll tell you what, real quick, that I am sick of, and that's uh, the the snow. I uh, spent uh, a couple hours having to shovel my snow. Well, it was with a snowblower. That so shit was heavy. It was. My snowblower was tired. Holy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, well, that's part of the part of the seasons that we have here. I'll take it. That's fine. So going back to our college days, Lance. Yes, buddy. And uh, um, do you have any memories from college? Yeah. And so, some, some of them end abruptly some point in the night. Yeah, they <laughs> may have. So when you went to a, a, a college party, definitely when you were 21 or older. Yes, definitely. absolutely. Ab- absolutely. Um, and you went to a, a bar, a fraternity, a, a sorority, wherever you went. Uh, what were some popular drinks from that era? I tell you, there was only a couple that I had um, my eye on at the time, and that was number one, Jack and Coke. That was my go-to. And then the other one was, have you ever oh, yeah. heard of a Jack Daniels Slimer? Um, no. You take like two ounces of old number seven. You put a splash of Verner's on it, you swirl it around, you slam it on the counter, and you drink it? Well, you had me all the way up to that slamming because I was going to say let's do it because I have some Diet Verner's, and uh, um, sounds like something we were drinking just a few nights ago. Yeah. We, Mine we, is slamming it. We, well, that, that's <laughs> the immaturity of the college scene. Um, so you uh, um, were you a big wine cooler guy in college? <laughs> <laughs> Not as big as you. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. No. Um, no. no. Um, that's good to hear because I'd read frown upon that. So um, Jack and Coke, um, Jim Beam and Coke, which are kind of just, you know. Not me. No. I mean, I'm just saying Bud Light to oh, Miller yeah. Light. It's yeah. just all kind of the same thing. Sure. Um, and uh, I think you were probably, was Jägermeister out when you were in college? <laughs> <laughs> nope. No, was it? Oh, boy. Yes, it was. 
So Jaeger was out. I think uh, when I was out in college, I'm 10 years younger than you. Um, I think exactly. Um, I think Fireball. I don't know if Fireball was. I don't think so. I think Fireball had, was out. We had some other version of. There's always been something like Fireball that definitely wasn't out. I think Jaeger was big when you're in college. So, but uh, um, let's 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 talk. The okay. bottle. The uh, let's not get in the bottle. Let's talk about the segment. What's the segment we're going this to do? This is a tonight? brand new segment that we had to make up because this bottle is so damn special. Yes. And the name of the segment is "Make It Last," and I don't mean like last in the order. I mean like make this thing last, savor it. Um, you're going to have to enjoy this on special occasions because when it's gone, there's no replacing it. This is it, man. Well, unless you're willing to go to a, a few websites, and I won't list list them, but you can buy about any bottle out there. But yeah, you're going to pay. For sure asinine amount of money this one's at a multiple of like 15 yeah don't get me started about those prices right now ridiculous crazy you already know how i'm feeling about some of these prices so the segment is make it last i think lance talked about it and the bottle the drum roll please that's like a christmas vacation Uh, (laughs) and it is none other than jack daniel single barrel I'm going to keep going. Special release, Tennessee whiskey, Coy Hill High Proof. Yeah, buddy. Wow. I tell you what. I could, Oh, they're getting louder. Yes. Um, I couldn't be any more excited. You brought this bottle over. Um, this is a, uh, like Lance said, this is a special bottle, and that's why you want to make it last because you're, when they're gone, they're gone. They're gone. And I know that sounds kind of sad or maybe even cliche, but that's true. Like with a bottle like this, um, in fact, I don't know, there's, there's, you can get them, but you're going to pay an S9 amount of money. Yep. And I was almost, a, 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 I'm just frustrated, um, at, at these prices that they're asking for, but, uh, whatever, that's a different topic. You want to know what I paid for mine, Butch? Yeah, I already know what you paid. And, uh, um, the fun fact for those out there is I have a bottle and I was pumped up to buy it and I paid Five times over retail. I know. I know that's shitty, and uh, um, that's why I'm frustrated. And it was like two weeks later, and Lance calls me, and he bought it on the cell on the shelf, sixty five dollars. Oh my god! I which mean, was the statement at the time in 2021? Oh my goodness! And I found mine in Indiana. Yeah. And uh, um, I paid 350 bucks for mine, and I know people are going, "Oh my god, that's that's pitiful." They're booing me. They're not happy, and I don't blame you. I'm booing myself. I tell you what, I I did get a backup bottle of this. I went and bought a backup for 300 bucks because a year later, and I wish I had a backup, and I don't. Um, I walked into a random party store when I was down visiting my in-laws. I always like to you know pop into some liquor stores, and it was sitting on the shelf right in the morning, and uh, I got lucky. Um, I mean, literally, it was just out there in the wild. Yeah. Um, no museum, just in the wild. And I snagged it up, and I was pumped up, and I paid three fifty. And you know, um, I ain't happy. I ain't proud about it. I'll tell you what. If you look it up now, you aren't going to find it for under seven hundred dollars. I couldn't find it under seven hundred anywhere. Um, not listed publicly. And, and you got lucky, man. Let's just put it out there. You, oh, yeah. you, you, you walked into Total Wine on a, I don't know, whatever day it was. It was the morning, and they got one case, so six bottles, and they put them out there. And Lance, they only got, had three. They had three bottles. That was it. Yeah, three bottles, not even half a case. And yep. uh, you walked in, and the last one was sitting there, and you, you snagged it up, and good for you, man. Um, it's something that you should be proud of because that doesn't happen a whole lot in a highly allocated um, market. No. Because that's where we are. We're, we're at that highly allocated stage. Yeah, and I, I said seven to 800 is what you see these for in volume um, when you're looking on secondary. Um, listed as high as $1,300 for one. So before we get into this specific bottle, um, I'm going to tell you my journey of Jack Daniels. 
coming out of college, I only knew Jack Daniels as Jack and Coke or old number seven. And, you know, however you chose to drink it, just wasn't intrigued at all by it. And coming out of college, I, uh, you know, um, started to become an adult and really got into craft beers. And I got a few different bottles that people bought for me a gift. And it was Gentleman Jack. Yep. Right. And then the, the infamous, you get the, uh, the single barrel Jack Daniels, which is the almost exact same bottle as this, the, their special releases. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, okay, they're cool. Right. But I was always mixing them with Verner's, um, which is Verner's is a ginger ale, very popular in Michigan. If you're in Michigan, you know, if you don't, well, I'm sorry, because you should know it's that good. I promise you those who go buy it on Amazon, Verner's, um, if you can. Um, and then you and I started getting into this bourbon world whiskey world about four years ago. And you know, all my Jack Daniels product is, down below. No bullshit. In fact, if you look now, all my gentlemen Jack, my single barrels from the original are actually down below. Um, and also like two years ago, we started to learn more about the special releases and we, we got a couple. And I tell you what, when you pop the top, you start to realize this is some damn good juice. Yeah. And then we start to dabble in the 10 year, the 12 year. And now I think we're hooked. Yeah, we they, we love Jack Daniels. They got that uh, the select rye. They have the twice barrel. Oh my god! And then in 2023, they went down this path of these selected ryes, yeah. high proof, you know, in the 130s. And um, I think I have four or five different proofs. So we went in a matter of about a year and a half to not really enjoying it to loving it. I'm yeah. talking about we bought the one single barrel Jack Daniel high proof in uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. It was like 133, 134 proof what it was. And it's a hitter. It, it was like there wasn't much for us to choose and we picked that and that bottle is and I think, magic. And I think That's it just kind of just hook, hook, line, and sinker right there. And so I guess uh, the PA announcement for those that are listening to this and you're wondering, we're really talking about Jack Daniels. So first off, this is one of their special releases they do annually, and they do a bunch of them. You can go on their website, and you can see throughout the years. Like I, I think in 2023 was a twice-barreled. As an example, yep, it was. Um, you know, they had the Jack Daniel 10 year, the 12 year. Now, I'm going to caution you a lot of these bottles you're not going to find at retail, you're going to pay overpay. So just be careful. Um, like I'm, I'm telling you and just being open that I paid 350 for my Coy Hill. But let me tell you what, for those that are doubting this conversation, um, I would highly encourage you to really go grab a high proof Jack Daniels and clear your mind from that old number seven. Yeah. Um, you know, the, 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 the memories you had back in the day. 12, the 12 year is phenomenal. Magic. This, this Koi Hill is, I, we've, I've had it in a couple of different places and I, every time I'm just, I'm blown away. I'm like, so this is the second time I've had it. The first time was when we popped the top of my bottle and now that was, that was easily a year ago. So I've not had it in a long time and Indiana. Yeah. So I can't wait. We had it in Indiana. Right. We did. Yes. Oh my God. I fell about that. We That's did. That's what I said. That was the second time that I'd had. You're absolutely right. That, that was, was very gracious. A friend let us yep. pop the top on that bottle and, um, it's fantastic. Oh my goodness. And we had, we lined it up in a few and it just stands out. So, um, a little bit about Jack Daniels. And I thought this was kind of cool. They're from Lynchburg, Tennessee, which is actually a dry town, um, which is kind of cool. <laughs> um, and, uh, I, I'm not gonna go into a lot of history, but, uh, the one thing I will mention is Jack Daniels came out in 1864 by Jasper Newton Daniel, who was also known as Jack. Um, and he introduced the old number seven, um, in 1866, the distillery was established. And then in 1906, he went to work, um, trying to get in a safe. Didn't have the key, couldn't get into it, was pissed off, kicked the safe, broke his toe, got a toe infection, and then died. 
<laughs> I mean, if is, is, that's a sad, I mean, we're laughing. That's kind of a sad story, but it's not like, for his nephew. Think about it. Yeah, not for his nephew. So he had no kids, wasn't married, and so um, the uh, all of his distillery, his property, everything that he owned was uh, left to his nephew, and then it goes from there. And you can listen. To, you can go in there and uh, read the story and the history. But I just thought that was something that, we should talk about. That's very interesting. Very fascinating piece of history. So, what's the proof on this bottle? This bottle is coming in at one thirty nine point one, which is a high proof, but it's actually on the lower end of the range of the Coil release. The Coil release was re- released between 137.4 and 148.3. What's unique about 140? 140 is what we call hazmat. Yeah, buddy. And if you don't know, now you know, Lance. <laughs> if you know, you know. Um, and how many bottles were released? We got a this? link. 27,000 <laughs> bottles of Koi Hill were released, so it's a very, very limited release. Um, Koi Hill is the highest prop, highest hill on the property of Jack Daniels, and this is this whole release is all about showcasing how barrel location and extreme weather condition cycles can make excellent whiskey, cowboy. What do you yeah, think? buddy. See, so you're getting into that nose. I'm getting the nose. It's uh, hard to get any nose off of it. Oh, there's a lot of nose going on here. Um, <laughs> just be careful not to burn your nose hairs. Yeah, just remember the whole push the proof off the top with a light puff of air. I'm getting a lot of uh, cream soda, um, cherry, mm. a little bit of red berry. Um, there's a lot going on here. A lot going on here. I think the cream soda was kind of was uh, intriguing to me. I like the cream soda. I, I'm I'm also like a cherry cola even. Yeah, I like that cherry cola. Uh-huh. Um, I was gonna throw rock and rye at you, and I'm I'm all about throwing out the Fago pops. Oh, rock and rye was uh, one of my favorites. I've mentioned this that we're all from time. we're from Detroit and uh, Fago um, is a big pop brand. Just paying homage to that, but it's kind of like a cream so Fago cream soda. Um, I can see that like a rock and rye. Um, there's a lot going on here. Yes, there is. There's a there's a lot coming off. So Very the, strong. This bottle is roughly eleven years old. I think we said. Uh, no, it was uh, twelve to twenty-one. So nine. Nine years, years old. Nine years old. Yep, nine nine years. Just over nine years old. Um, that's kind of cool. That that's how much it was aged, and uh, I've had it since twenty-one. I haven't cracked the top on this. Yeah, I've it's been sitting on it for a couple of years. Barrel House Number Eight, and, on, and on the bottle's cool, and um, it's similar to again their single barrels. It's all kind of um, about the same. Um, it's seven hundred fifty milliliter, and I think Jack Daniels has a few others that are the seven hundred milliliter. Um, we'll have to check that, but uh, that is the global standard. But here in the U.S., we're 750. It looks like they potentially have two barrel houses, um, 13 and 08. This is from 08, and it's aged up in the buzzer's roost of the uh, barrel house on Coy Hill and bottled and uncut or higher proofs. It's pretty cool. I think they've uh, accomplished a higher proof. <laughs> so uh, cheers. Cheers, Let's you uh, go ahead and get into the, uh, the palate. As, uh, um, you know, as I mentioned before, my uh, in-laws, I'll mention to you, Lance, my in-laws uh, took a, a visit down there. We had a friend um, from work that took a visit down there. And I guess the distillery itself is a, is a great time. Um, they have a cool store. And one thing they do in the store is they release a distillery select, uh, basically bottles that are other pints, that there's these different type of age. Like I just got a tequila one and we have a few different ones now. So if you're down there visiting, go to the rabbit hole or the rabbit shop, whatever it's called, and look for these bottles. They're really cool uh, because they release them one and done and uh, and they're going for crazy money on the secondary market. So a little, little, little fun fact, little egg, Easter egg. 
Can, can I just give you a, a piece of advice? Yeah. Don't try the Buffalo Trace Ray suggestion of putting it in your mouth and holding <laughs> it. Don't even bother, bro. Just be careful introducing it because it starts off big at 139.1. It is a lot to accept when it first hits your tongue. Um, so I took a really small sip. I took a second I sip. That was a big sip. <laughs> wow, I didn't listen to you. <laughs> He's got his hand over his eyes. <laughs> um, it's a man. It's a man pour. Yes, it is. And if you don't have chest hair, it'll put some on your chest. Uh, but I'll tell you what. And if you're tired, you're wide awake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a live awake alert enthusiastic. <laughs> wow. Um, the more, the, it lasts forever. Ever. Forever and ever and ever. Um, but I feel what I got on the nose carried right through to the palate after I caught my breath. Um, and, and after you have the first sip, and then it just gets easier and easier, and the flavor starts opening up more and more. But... I, I'm I'm locked into what you said, the cream soda, and I can't get away from now cherry cola. Um, it's like a combination of a cherry, a cream, a cream soda in the front and a cherry cola in the middle. And then when you get to the back, it's like, man, there's a lot going on. Yeah, I want you to talk about your your three or four sips in. Um, so I'm um, interested to hear what your <clears throat> impression is. I think uh, we should put this disclaimer out there: if you're going to drink something this high, um, don't take a heavy. Um, sip your first one like I just did. Take Lance's advice. Really work your way up to this, especially if you're not uh, used to drinking high proof. Um, and I really do mean take a drop and, and get your mouth acclimated to this because I didn't do that. And we love high proof. But as you're approaching 140, this is a whole new game of proof. Um, you know, we had a 110 proof just, you know, hour ago in the earlier night. And uh, from 110 to almost 140, what a difference. So really take that advice because I can see how people get quickly turned off if you go into this like I just did. Um, I knew I was getting myself into it, and I still took a big sip. <clears throat> also, don't be afraid to put a drop of water, too, in this, yeah. okay? Um, and, and the one one last thing I'll say is drink it how you like it. If you want to put ice in this, I, don't let people judge you for that bullshit. Nope. If, if you pay for it, who gives two shits? Um, and you know what? In fact, if they offered you it now, maybe don't mix this with burners <laughs> if, if you paid for it do what you want to do yeah right that, that's fair but if maybe you didn't pay for it and it's, i don't know that's here or there but uh, just be cautious this is a big boy this is a big boy or girl drink right here um uh, i could i could imagine some people are like what are you guys doing why are you torturing yourself is if it's that hard to drink why are you even bothering and i'm gonna say you know depending on where you are in your whole journey of bourbon whiskey some people will love it some people won't we happen to love it. And if you just take the time to work your way up to it, by the, when you get acclimated to it, it's not like painful at all. It just It's like drinking any other whiskey. But, man, the flavor is just so intense coming off this pour. So can I be candid with you about something? Sure. That was a stall tactic that I just did to try to get my mouth right. <laughs> I just <laughs> I had to do something. Your eyes were watering a little bit. Um, a little bit of sweat on no, the floor. I, I wanted to get my mouth just chill out for 30 seconds to go back for my third sip because uh, I took a big boy pour and then uh, my dumbass went back and took the same size sip my second time. <laughs> <laughs> and my, uh, so anyhow, um, I'm getting a lot of cinnamon. Yeah. Um, which is really, really nice. That transitions to that cherry cola. Um, and it transitioned to this coffee taste at the end. Interesting. And that coffee taste from the palate into the finish, I'm getting coffee on the finish. Um, and it's like a cherry coffee. Mm. And uh, 
I'm really enjoying this. Um, and I'm not trying to be cliche. I'm not trying to be corny. But this is something that's taking a minute. Man, this is like a roller coaster. And it's almost like this. If you go to a theme park, I hate roller coasters, but I, you know, and I've been on some. When I go to roller coasters, I don't want to know what I'm getting myself into because I don't like them and I'll back out. I'll bitch out. Really? That's what this is. This is, you don't know what you're getting yourself into. This is a roller coaster ride that's going to have some ups, some downs, some lefts, some rights, and uh, some straightaways that go really fast. Enjoy the journey because as I'm sitting here right now, for his 139 proof, the finish, there's no ethanol. The, 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 when it hits your palate, it does. Yeah. There's some ethanol. My guy, it should be. The finish is, I mean, like really freaking good. It's deep. And you want to talk about a Tennessee hug? Oh, boy. I mean, it, it grabs you. So tea. that's kind of like my analogy. It's like you're on a roller coaster ride that you had no clue what you're getting yourself into. Because Lance and I, as always, for those that are listening, we are never tasting before we go live. We like oh. to do this shit live and from the nose to the palate to the finish. What you get is what you get un, um, unedited. You press record, we press stop, we download, and that's what it is. We like to be real. I mean, even to the point we did an Instagram reel and Butch acted like he was drinking, but he never even let it touch his lips because we want to be true to the, the cause of what we're doing here. And especially to each other, because it's almost unfair advantage if somebody's tasting it beforehand. Uh, but I'll tell you what, uh, the more I sit here, I'm on like my sixth or seventh small sip. I am getting new notes almost every single sip. It's like my palate is developing. Now I'm getting some leather with a like a almost like a cooked banana that you could taste out of a pancake a little bit in the back. Um, not all the way in the back, but in the middle palate. Um like right from this cherry cola to like this almost like caramelized banana taste, and then it goes leather and cinnamon in the back. Um, uh, um, man, I tell you what, I completely agree with you that uh, first off, I think you just accused me of doing it for the gram. I caught that. <laughs> <laughs> so hold up, wait a minute. Um, but on a serious note, man, I tell you what, this is one where. I'm going to say, in my personal opinion, for those that are going to go out and try this, or if you have an opportunity to try it, because once they're gone, they're gone, um, I'm going to say you need four to five sips to really get your mind right about this. The first one or two is getting acclimated. The third, you start to really get into it. But on my fourth, I just got some different things that I didn't get before, and my tongue is going wild right now. Um, I got graham cracker yeah. at the time, and I think that's you know that, that, that barrel you know, that barrel char that you're getting. And, man, it's just going crazy right now. I'm getting red berry right now. It's it's just like my mouth is – I'm going to be careful how I word this. <laughs> my mouth is exploding with flavors, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking dirty things right now about oh. what I want to do your mouth. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I completely agree, dude. This stuff is like uh, never-ending, uh, like, excitement and surprises – through the sixth, seventh sip, it just keeps changing. Um, Are you getting? Uh, and I'm going to come back one more time. That's my fifth sip. A little bit of pear, because pear just jumped out at me. I mean, like jumped out. You just mind fucked me into it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's fair because of how many things are going on. I guess the, the the short story on this bottle is is there's a lot going on. Is that fair? Yeah, for sure. This um, is like psychedelic, man. I'm, all kind of shits like coming into my brain. This may be. How you just used the word? It's it's a very technical term in the bourbon world called mindfuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but what he just said is true because a lot of times you can talk yourself into things. But 
I tell you what, this bottle has that much going on. Maybe one of the most out of every bottle that we've had in my guide, we've had a lot of bottles. This is that impressive. This is it's so complex, you know. It, like I said, it's just layer upon layer, and the nose, and the palate, and the finish. It's now, incredible. Now I'll, I'm going to say this, and I'm kind of proud of uh, Lance and I. Uh, in 2023, we didn't come out with a top five or a top ten because you know at the end of the day, everybody did top five and top ten. So who gave two shits? And it was funny is he didn't bring it up, and I didn't bring it up, and I was so proud that neither us brought it up. Um, but if we were to bring it up, that would make the top five. And and the thing is, it was a 21 release, but 23 was the first time we drank it. That is fair. So. Yeah, that, no, you're. I, I love it. There and it again, is. Um, man, uh, you know, Lance and I are about all that BS because um, other people are already doing it. So we don't want to replicate what's already out there because at the end of the day, do you really care about our top five? I, I don't know if I care about. I don't know if I care about my top five or your top five. I care. Is it a good bottle and the history behind it, and should we buy it or not? Um, so with that being said. Let's be cautious with a recommendation because this bottle that we're drinking, you paid 65 plus 6% sales tax in, sales tax in Michigan. Yep. I paid 350 plus Indiana sales tax, which is what, like 7 or 8 or yeah. 9%? Like it's, so I got punched in the throat. Well, let's be honest. It's not about whether somebody should buy it or not. But we could do is we could take a pitcher and pour both our bottles in there and then split it. Um, no, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm perfectly fine. This bottle's going home with me. Keep your greasy little no, mitts no. Off if of you it. you can leave it here if you want. Oh, cool you're done touching that. this bitch. <laughs> um, so on a serious note, I appreciate your hospitality. So let's go into My your pleasure. final thoughts. Um, if you can find a pour, have a pour. Um, if you see it and it's it costs seventy bucks for a one or two ounce pour. Okay, I was just going to ask you that. So what would you pay for? Um, if you're I, you're if, in let's 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 you're in you're going down to Kentucky, and you walk into a bar and you see a bottle of Coy Hill. What would you pay for? A seventy bucks for an ounce. I, I think this is BTAC level, exquisite shit. Completely um, completely agree with you. Because I've I've had BTAC. I, I I've paid fifty, sixty, and seventy dollars for BTAC pours. Um, I I would, by no means, this does not deserve. This deserves to be at the same table. For damn sure. And BTAC comes out almost every year, um, with a few exceptions. This is it. If you can get one, have one, man, because this is an experience. And the only difference between this and BTAC would be the BTACs are 17, 18 years old, 16 years old, yeah. versus this being a nine-year. But to Lance's point, from a complexity standpoint, the high-proof standpoint, um, the allocated standpoint, this is up there. Some of the BTAC are, are even more allocated, but I agree And, and just plans. to round it out, BTAC is Buffalo Trace Antique Collection. Just in case you don't know, um, it is their oldest of each of their main signature brands um, that are highly allocated, highly sought after, and they, it is all damn good juice. So we're, we're putting it up there with probably one of the, the line that is the most popular in the bourbon world relative to exclusivity. So uh, I'm going to say I've never walked into any bar ever, and I've been to a lot of them. Um, that sounded bad. Um, I've been to a lot of bars on vacation. Okay, that still sounded bad. Okay, I've never been to a bar and saw this bottle for sale. So um, I don't know what I would pay, but I would agree with you. I, I definitely would do $50. And I guess from there I'd have to just see what mood I'm in um, because this is a badass bottle. I will kind of tell you this. If I saw anything over 140, I'm I was just going to say that. We haven't had the hazmat version yet. Because so. we've had this, so um, I, for sure I'd pay 30 40 50 bucks probably. And I know people don't really 
pissed at us, but whatever. It's our money. Do you do you, we do you us. Um, I already told you, I'm not paying secondary anymore. So, like, give me credit <laughs> for that. Um, but for if I saw a hazmat, I would probably do 60, 70 bucks. I probably would. Yeah. Um, just would, for the experience, man. And uh, I went to a couple of cool bars in New York that were doing all two ounce pours. So, I wish more bars did that. Because they were selling all their two ounce pours for what you normally see is for one ounce pours. That's cool. And uh, didn't we go to a bar that had something like you bought something and you got a. Well, didn't we go with West to Kentucky and they had a bar that was buy one ounce, get one ounce for a certain price, a little bit more? It was like well, the first ounce was price X, the two ounces like five was 1.5. It was oh, like five bucks? It was flat five bucks, wasn't it? It was nah, something great. I don't think so. I think you were drunk. You're well, drunk. Well, that's kidding. Well, for sure, you know that camp dad's going to call bullshit on that all day. I was probably he's like, no, anyway, you, you were. The, the point is, they give you a big price break on the second. I was drunk on love. Yes. Drunk on love of whiskey. I was the in the defensive mode. I lost him. I lost him. So, <laughs> all right, everybody, with that being said, I tell you what, if you're ever so uh, um, fortunate to find a bottle of Coy Hill, Jack Daniels, do yourself a favor and consider it. I know it's Jack Daniels. Get over that old college mantra of what old number seven is and still is. First off, it's made a lot of money. Look at some of these other bottles. And if you have a bottle, find somebody you enjoy drinking with, crack it and enjoy. Well said. Cheers, Cheers. everybody. Cheers.